Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. You know the phrase, when you know, you know. Yes. I can tell you when I don't know, (laughs) but I'm not very good at knowing when I know. Yeah, I think I'm in the minority that just knew. But I didn't know right away. I think I've shared my story before. I knew I was going to meet somebody. I knew it was going to be in New York. I met somebody who somehow I knew I was going to meet the person through her. But it didn't take long for me to figure it out after we met. I just, again, I didn't necessarily know right away. But there was a sense of, I cannot possibly see the ending to this. But I could see the end and the expiration date for every other person I'd ever gone out with. Interesting. And that's how I knew. And he'll say more or less the same thing. He just couldn't see it ending. Okay. It was a very simple knowing. But it wasn't because we were building up some life in our heads either, because neither one of us felt capable. (laughs) We neither one of us were dreaming of a house or kids or anything. It wasn't like that. It was like, this is cool, but I think it's important to make sure that that you don't create a story around that either, because that's where expectations become unmet. I've had the experience of knowing that someone is important. Mm-hmm. It's that's a very good. specific feeling for me, mm-hmm. where I'm weirdly attached to them, mm-hmm. even though there's no rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. And usually, it I do end up being taught quite an important lesson as a result. So when I feel that way towards Mm -hmm. someone, I do tend to just open up and go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) But it's not, it's like few and far between. Like Mm -hmm. I'd say that I've had that feeling over the past two years, four times. Mm. That's not an insignificant number over two years. I think. Um, And for some people, that's like a lifetime. And initially, kind of as I was more starting my journey into kind of unpicking my fears, Mm -hmm. I would take it to mean that they were the one. Yeah. Or a potential one or that they were potential real. Okay. Depending (laughs) on, depending on how shit I was feeling that day. Okay. (laughs) Um, like, you know, the potentially could be something really important Mm. and my mind translated really important as in forever important. Yeah. Okay. As I started divesting myself more and more of my fears, Uh I started realizing that actually that feeling wasn't necessarily they're going to be forever important. I started realizing that often they were going to teach me something mm-hmm. really important about me. Yeah. And ultimately that lesson is always to bring us back to ourselves. Exactly. Whether it is someone introduced me to my shadow mm-hmm. or whether someone introduced me to my heart mm-hmm. or someone introduced me to my trust mm-hmm. or whatever else. But I have had situations where I've learned from people I didn't expect to either. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, there was one person who I would say we didn't really have a huge connection, but yet his consistency made me break the assumption that everything is short-lived and painful. I can say I know the big ones, but I often don't really know very much at all. And I think I'm at a stage now where I know myself quite well, Yeah. but I still am not clear often on how someone fits into my life. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm not sure whether it's kind of my mind, like kind of tricking me going, well, this is possible. Like they could be this, they could be that, you know, it could be this, like, and kind of writes a story around it sometimes. So it doesn't quite feel right, but they could end up being right. Or it feels really right now, which means that it's probably going to go to shit. So brace yourself. Mm-hmm. So my mind kind of then starts playing with me a lot. Okay. And then I start really kind of distilling them down to their qualities. So, well, this person has this kind of ambition or this person has this kind of timetable. This person likes this kind of thing. Yeah. So that means they must fit here, but this means that they mustn't fit. Or, you know, I start <laughs> trying to analyze it all to oh try and understand. Oh my God, that mental gymnastics sounds agonizing and exhausting. Well, because honestly, for me, I really struggle with feeling lost Mm. so I'm very happy being in the moment and feeling secure in the moment with someone or with no one Mm -hmm. because for me my ultimate goal is just inner peace really Mm -hmm. but when feelings and emotions start getting attached to someone else Mm -hmm. the little voice is going be careful be careful let's look for all the things that could hurt you so my knowing gets dumbed down so we have seven karmic themes from which we've chosen. I am unlovable. I am undeserving. I am not worthy. I am nothing. I am not perfect. I am broken and I am evil. So you come in with that karmic theme. Believing that that karmic theme is true. So how much of the karmic story we've divested ourselves determines the kind of role a person will play in our lives? Okay. Saying that out loud, I was like, oh my God, if I had known that when I was in my teen years. How is fear linked to the karmic story? So when I was telling you the little voice in my head, Mm -hmm. is that my karmic story talking? Oh yeah, absolutely. The one that's challenging my knowing. Yes. That's my karmic story. Because my karmic story has always tended to be, or anyone's karmic story has tended to be, the worst happens. Yes, because it drives us to the ultimate, to the root of our fear, which is, I am not good enough. Yes. So it keeps bringing us back to that time and again. Yeah. So the less of that karmic story we have, the more we can burn through that fear, I'm not good enough. And then the less we're going to keep attracting people who are there really for our karmic story. So you're burning through the fear, Mm -hmm. which is not the karmic story. Correct. It's the karmic story playing out. So how can Because there's no truth to the karmic story, if you will. And there's no truth to the fear. No. It's everything is just playing out to get us to the ultimate goal, which is to not be in that story, to be divested of the fear in order to actually be free and do whatever. And to live our lives. If you've been kind of swimming in fear and ignoring it, Mm -hmm. therefore you would have not been aware of your karmic story, Mm -hmm. more things will happen to get you to wake up. Mm -hmm. So the people that come into your life will be there for that reason. Completely. But the more in which you divest yourself of your fears, Mm -hmm. and therefore you divest yourself of your karmic story, Mm -hmm. or is it the other way around? Um, No, you are divesting yourself of your karmic story as you're confronting your fear. Okay. One is is almost sourcing the energy of the other. Explain. So if your fear is underpinning your karmic story, yeah. you can be burning through the story, but the yeah. fear can still kind of be there because yeah. you're still, you're busy trying to like work out all the lessons, right? Once you've worked out the lessons, there might be a little bit of fear that remains, but there's just remnants and echoes. And how do you get rid of that last bits of fear then? It will just go once, the, once you're out of the story. So really the goal is to get rid of the karmic story, not the fear? Yes. 
Because the, getting rid of the karmic story will help you really move out of, of that. Of course, fear because the once the karmic part. story is over, it just that, that life stops. Exactly. There's no more space for that fear to ride. Because you'll just keep doing stuff and it'll keep working out exactly. the opposite way because the karmic story is done. Mm-hmm. And how do you burn through that comic story well first of all keep living it most of the time people are not confronting their blocks they're drinking they're you know they're finding whatever coping mechanism and they're ignoring it and hope it goes away so they're staying in a relationship that doesn't work for them they're staying in marriage that doesn't work for them they're avoiding certain things you know what i mean like it's all just that so that's really what's happening is that people are not living their lives so for example this person is giving me less attention than I would like. Mm -hmm. My goal now is to get them to give me the attention I want so I don't have to look at why the lack of attention is triggering me. Right. And the fear feeds the karmic story or the fear is born from the karmic story? No, the fear feeds the karmic story. (coughs) The fear is not the theme. It's the motivation of the character. The fear underpins the story. So So that is ultimately the motivation that's always driving your actions in that story. So if I am scared that I am unlovable, I mm-hmm. will act out in ways that stem from that story. Yes. I will be afraid to be alone. I will fear my own isolation. Recognizing that mm-hmm. and accepting that mm-hmm. is divesting yourself of the karmic story. It is the beginning of the beginning of the divesting, yes. And then what's the next bit after you recognized it? Allowing the lessons to actually penetrate. I've got to break open my heart, which has believed this so fiercely in order to work this out. I have to deconstruct my ego. So we have all these things that we've got to work out through all of these relationships that bring us to our knees, that humble us, that devastate us, that disappoint us, that make us question our value or our purpose or our reason for living. So that's quite a process. And then when you kind of get to the other side of it Mm -hmm. and you realize that you still survived, it wasn't as bad as you thought and that it wasn't true in the way that you thought it was. Yeah. You've burnt out the fear relating to that particular bit. Mm -hmm. And that is how you burn out your fear and your karma. Yes. Because it's when we give space for fear to emerge that it becomes real. And then when it becomes real Mm -hmm. and we survive it. Yes. And then see that actually our perception of it was real, but the reality wasn't. Once you've burned through your karma, Mm -hmm. that will no longer be the case in your physical reality. Correct. So if you think about it, Mm -hmm. not to dangle a carrot, but more to show a broader perspective, Mm -hmm. all these people that are coming along and triggering you and allowing you to burn through it, Mm -hmm. ultimately will get you to the place where what you actually want is possible. Very much, exactly. So instead of seeing them as, if I don't have this person, then it'll never happen. He's the potential one, or yeah. she's it, it's my or last they chance. are. Uh-huh, I can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Instead of looking at it that way, just it's more to look at it as, I'm going to follow the feeling, mm-hmm. because by following the feeling, I am allowing my karma to come up. Yes. I am allowing myself to burn through it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not attached to the outcome with this specific person because I know if this is my fear that I'm burning through, mm-hmm. I'm making the opposite a possibility for the first time. Yes. And it really is about anything being possible. So it doesn't help us to always get attached to a single idea. Or a single outcome. Or a single outcome or a single person. It could be the person that didn't speak to you in 48 hours, never comes back. Mm-hmm. But actually you end up meeting enough of your shadow that you're free enough to meet the right person next. Or it could be that 
the person comes back and they disappear again. And you're like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't want to see you again because you keep disappearing. Yeah, exactly. Or it could be that... that <laughs> you're no Houdini, no. please. <laughs> yeah. Or it could be that actually they had told you that they were going to be busy for 24 hours. You just ignored it. Mm-hmm. You had expectations of your own. And actually, when you came back, you had a honest communication and things went forward and everything was right. You have no idea what's going to come next. And the more you can trust yourself, the more you will trust yourself. Because trusting ourselves, coming into trust, understanding faith, living with hope, and having knowing, as we discussed in episode nine in our trust episode, those are actually tools to work through our karmic story. But Those are really the tools to help heal the fear. And trust is something that it gets beaten out of us yeah. time and again from when we're children. You don't know better. You're wrong. You make one assumption, doesn't play out that way, and then all of a sudden your entire world collapses. Therefore, we look to others to tell us what to do. So we feed the separation. We We feed the polarity. We do. We We feed the 3D. Absolutely. Because we've judged ourselves as wrong or stupid or naive or ignorant, and then we're just going to always copy other people we think have it all figured out, right? And that keeps us constantly separating from ourselves and our truth and never really knowing what's right for us anymore. But when we come back into that trust and we do it time and again, eventually we get to a point where we develop enough discernment to really know when is our lesson finished? I really do know what's right for me, even if it wasn't right for all of my friends. And even if I was kind of wrong in this situation, I really do know better now because I listened to myself. Because that's really when the lessons penetrate, when we make the choice to learn them, not because somebody else told them to us. Yes, 100% agreed. So when things end yeah. at some point, and in the most recent episodes, we've been discussing breakups a lot because, as we've said, if people really are burning out their fear, they're burning out their karmic story, we are going to see the end of a lot of relationships. The key is to understand that we are meant to be moving closer to and not further away from our knowing and ourselves, which means we have to continue to trust that, as cliche as it sounds, there is truly a reason for everything. And that is really hard right now. That's going to be so hard for people to understand. A reason for everything that's in our benefit. Oh, always. Yeah, just, just... That everything is always to our benefit, yes. But there is a reason for this, because often with massive change, especially one that feels outside of our control, we tend to feel hopeless. That can make us question everything. But there is purpose and reason to all of this energy and all of this stirring up of our fears and stuff so that we can get to that space. That everything we experience is our karmic lesson intended to bring us into our truth and our knowing and not the opposite. But I guess it really is about keeping an eye on that bigger picture then. Very much. Because whatever happens, you are working through, and I can say this with personal experience, you are working towards things you never thought were possible. And even if I haven't finished my karmic story, if you want to call it that, Mm -hmm. or even if I haven't divested myself of all my fears, Mm -hmm. the world that I am currently living in would have been but a fantasy not that long ago. Mm. And the only thing that got me there was listening to myself. And the more I did that, the more I listened to myself, regardless of whether it was came from fear or hope or trust or knowing or anything, because I was honouring whatever I was feeling, the more I worked through my crap. 
Mm-hmm. And the more I freed myself of it and got to see that my fears were just fears and not the indelible story of my life. Mm. So I would say that even though I've had painful moments and uplifting moments, all different types of moments, overall in the bigger picture, mm-hmm. it was worth every single one. Yeah. So I don't think I really have an option anymore other than to follow my feeling, whatever it is. That's right. And I've got to trust myself that that feeling is there for a reason. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.